Hi everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber and today we're going to be talking about how to speed up the process of dating and specifically what's slowing you down. Before we get into that, I want to share with you my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. If you want access to that guide, there's going to be a link for that in the show notes. In addition to that, I want to share two really exciting opportunities with you. The first opportunity is to schedule a free 15-minute laser coaching session with me. And in this call, we literally just talk about one dating question that you have. So something that's been bugging you, something that you need feedback on, something that's challenging for you in dating. I don't know how long I'll be doing these calls, but they've been really fun so far and a really great way to connect with the podcast community. So if you want to do a free little coaching session, the link for that is on my Instagram page in my bio. The second opportunity is to do a deep dive coaching consultation. This is an in-depth call for people who are looking for a longer term solution to dating. So you're wanting to create a relationship and for some reason it's not clicking or it's not happening as fast as you want it to or you're just not getting the results that you want. So in this call, we're going to get a bird's eye view of your dating and specifically what's holding you back. What are your blind spots? What are you maybe not seeing that's slowing down the process for you? And then we're going to get really clear on your dating vision and what you want to create and how you can bring that to fruition. So if you are interested in scheduling that call, there's a link directly in the show notes. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about the top six factors that slow down the process of dating and move a relationship further and further away. So the way that I'm going to explain this is by sharing what it is that you might be doing that is slowing down the process and slowing down the natural growth of creating a relationship. And then I'm also going to share the opposite that kind of cancels out that part, which is slowing it down. So the first number one thing that I see with the women that I work with is confusion. So there are two types of confusion. There's confusion when we don't know something and we're learning something and we're figuring it out and that's natural. There is also short-term confusion where... For example, if you get ghosted by somebody that you had three amazing dates with, then there might be like a week of confusion or a few days of confusion where you're like, what happened? Like, this is so shocking. And that's also really natural. However, the confusion that really slows us down in dating is when we're dating somebody who is not willing or able to make an investment in the connection at the level that is needed to progress the connection. And rather than seeing that signal and moving on to invest our energy in somebody else, we are confused and we continue dating them. So what this sounds like when I'm working with a client is they'll tell me about a guy and they'll say, I'm so confused. We've been dating for four months and yesterday he said he wanted to hang out, but then the next day he blew me off. And then 
he wrote me and he was like, I'm so sorry, I do really like you. And then he didn't really text me that much the next week. But then we did meet up and then we slept together and we spent all day together. But then he dropped off again for this amount of time. And there's this like back and forth of him being sort of interested or or saying he's interested, but not following through or being really inconsistent. And that's when the confusion gets triggered. And if we're not conscious of that, then we can stay in that trap for a really long time because you're kind of living for the highs when he is into you or he is saying that he wants to pursue the connection but you're not listening to the lows when he's being flaky or not really doing his half. And so one thing that I'll often say is sometimes we're choosing to be confused over disappointed. Sometimes it feels less painful to be confused because you feel like there's some hope or maybe if you do it right, you can get him to invest fully or really be there. And then you work on that project for months at a time versus kind of taking a step back and actually just letting yourself be disappointed that this person isn't showing up fully and you have to move on. So the antidote to confusion is clarity, is letting his unclear behavior be more clear to you and letting yourself feel the disappointment and pain from that for several days or a week if that's needed versus feeling the torture of being confused by somebody that you like for months on end. The second thing that really slows us down and that we often don't notice is slowing us down is rushing it. So rushing it is when we're in a rush and we're like, I need to speed up the dating process. And so we try to move things forward very quickly. And this is where I talk about overwatering the plant and trying to spend as much time together as possible and having conversations about being exclusive really quickly. And it's all coming from the rushed energy and trying to lock things down for security because you're afraid it might not happen. And so not saying that those conversations or the things that you're doing are completely wrong or you should never do them but we want to be really conscious about the energy it's coming from because that does affect the outcome so the opposite of rushing is noticing it's not going with the flow forever and even if it's not right and even if he wants different things it's noticing the quality of the connection noticing what's needed now noticing what feels comfortable at this point going forward so For example, you might be dating someone and you're noticing that the connection feels really good and you want to see them more and feels better and better each time. And then even when you're not together, you kind of miss him. And then you notice at this point, maybe a week or two in or whatever amount of time, your feelings are growing and you're really enjoying the connection. And so you notice that it doesn't really feel comfortable anymore to be dating other people or to know that he might be connecting with other people in that way as well. And so then you have a conversation about maybe only seeing each other. In order to notice these things, like the quality of the connection and what feels right now and what feels right a week from now and noticing even if something didn't feel right and maybe you want to speak up about it, then 
that all requires reflection and reflection requires space and time. But it actually speeds it up way more than the rushing because that's when we're trying to eliminate space and time. And so it's like drowning and crushing the plant rather than taking a step back and like noticing the phase that it's in, noticing the quality of the plant and what is needed now and how to move forward based on what you're seeing. The third big thing that slows us down in dating is avoiding dating. (laughs) So I know that a lot of you listening probably think of dating as hard work or a drag or a time waster or something that you just rather not do and it's so much easier or more fun even sometimes to focus on career or creating friendships or hobbies or traveling or other things. And really, if you do want to create results in your dating life, prioritizing it is important and seeing that it's important and being willing to admit that it's important to you in this phase of your life. And if you're noticing that it feels really dreadful, then don't accept that as your reality of dating. That can change. You can change your mindset about dating. You can approach dating differently and have a different experience. And so the antidote to avoiding dating and feeling like it's a drag is being committed to creating a beautiful dating experience and believing that that's possible and not just recommitting like, fine, I'll do this shitty thing that I don't want to do, but okay, I don't like dating right now or I'm noticing I don't want to put a lot of effort into this because I'm not having a great experience And I want to commit to finding a way to make this a beautiful part of my life that is enjoyable, that's fun, and adds as much meaning to my life as any other part of my life. So do you see the difference there? It's not like, fine, I'll recommit to the job I hate. It's like, okay, no, I'm going to recommit to creating a job that I love. (laughs) The fourth big thing that slows us down in dating is perfectionism. So the way that this shows up in our minds is thinking thoughts like, I don't want to mess this up, or I don't want to ruin it, or what if I say the wrong thing, or those kinds of thoughts. And what we want to do instead, and the antidote is fun, and laughing at yourself, and letting it be messy, and creating an intention of enjoying the experience or connecting more with somebody rather than not fucking up the experience. Those are two very different intentions to go into a date with. In my dating anxiety audio course, that's a bonus for the coaching program, there's a lesson in there called, there's room for humanness. There's room for you to be human in dating. You don't have to be perfect to find a relationship. You don't have to say every joke perfectly, never be nervous, never have a greasy hair day. (laughs) Like there's room for some humanness in dating and there's room for the mess. So you might as well have a sense of humor about it. The fifth thing that really slows you down in dating is guardedness. So whether it's because you've had past disappointments in dating or maybe you never really learned growing up how to open up and really be seen for who you are, a lack of vulnerability will, even if you're meeting people and connecting with them and going on dates, 
it slows down the process because you never actually really create a connection. So people are either falling in love with a fake version of you, which doesn't last because you're not showing the real you, or you're never really creating that spark or aliveness or depth or connection that keeps people drawn to one another in the first place. It's such an important factor for dating and attraction. And so when we're not able to be vulnerable in any capacity, then we're closing off the opportunity for connection with people. And we end up just dating one person after the other and wondering why we never feel that spark or that aliveness or that really deep connection with anybody. And so the antidote to this one is vulnerability, is practicing more and more little ways that you can open up on dates, whether it's even something positive like sharing your excitement about something or taking up space and room to talk about something you're really passionate about or sharing something that you're working on or that you felt sensitive about or sharing a story from your past that is an important part of who you are and your values in life. Those little points of vulnerability, they don't have to be like really in-depth, my terrible childhood kinds of stories, but just those little sprinkled in moments of vulnerability mixed in with the fun and the flirtiness is what creates a really good connection with people and creates more depth and spark that lasts. It's like putting a log in the fire versus just the twigs. The sixth biggest factor that slows down dating is pushing. So this came up in a coaching call that I had with a woman today. And the analogy that we used was when you're dating and it's like you're pushing the car and the other person isn't pushing or they keep taking breaks or they're like sort of pushing, but not really. So it feels like you have to push the relationship forward. Like it's not moving forward unless you're doing it. And this is where a lot of women ask that question of how do I maintain a chase? And it's often because we're in those experiences where it feels like all the weight of moving the relationship forward or the connection in dating is on our back. And so in those situations, we really need to have a standard, and this is the antidote, is having a standard to only date collaboratively. So this is a big part of attraction without game playing, is having a standard where we only invest our time, energy, thought, feelings, emotions, future into connections where the other person is also showing up for their half. Now, this doesn't mean that it has to be like 50-50 on the dot, like I texted you, now you text me, and I asked the last time, now you ask me this time. But if just over a period of weeks you're noticing like it feels like work to move it forward or to keep connecting or every time you pass them the ball they drop it and they're not making an effort from their part to also show up for the connection, then that's something that you want to reconsider. And once again, I spoke about this in the last episode about the 40% guy, and this is a good example of that guy, is that we have this fear of like, well, but guys aren't showing up that way, and that's why I'm pushing, or that's why I'm in those situations. You're in those situations for weeks or months at a time because you're not willing to stop pushing 
in order to redirect your energy and find somebody who is willing to show up for that 50%. And I don't care who you are, it works for all of my clients when they stop investing in the wrong guys, they do open up to the right guys, it always works. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening today. Uh, this was a longer episode. I haven't done a longer one in a while. Still just 15 minutes, perfect for your car ride. If you want to do the free 15 minute call, just one laser mini coaching session, then the link for that is on Instagram in my bio. If you want to do a deep dive coaching consultation, the link for that is going to be in the show notes. And I hope you have an awesome day. Bye.